0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Yeah, talking sport as we do every Saturday morning, 9 till 11, with a focus on those that are competing in our area or those who are making the most of a foundation of sport in the area. Now, we've parked our cars outside the uh, South Gippsland Sentinel Times to uh, broadcast live sport. And we've got a parking inspector marking <laughs> tyres, so we're a bit wary at the moment. We're looking at our clock. We've got 45 minutes. 45. How are you going? Are we OK for 45 minutes? Oh, my tire being marked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got an hour from now. We've got 45 minutes of the show, so we, we're just going to make it, which is great news. Thanks for the uh, heads up. Hey, if you just tuned in, we've been talking sport. Cameron White joined us, uh, Australian T20 captain and... One of the youngest captains ever to uh, Captain Victoria. Great player. Great chat he was too and Ozzy Jones also. And at the top of the show at 9 o'clock we spoke about Dan Andrews making a play for the Commonwealth Games with a plan that regional Victoria would play a big part. And we made mention that cycling in this area could be one of the considerations given the uh, Mitchelton Tour of Gippsland. Yeah, big success. Yeah, it was too. And uh, we're blessed to have Georgie Howe who was successful in that. Join us right now. Hi, Georgie. How are you going?
0: How's it going, guys? Yeah, I'm going well. I just uh, got in from a a ride in preparation for the Melbourne to Warrnambool tomorrow.
1: Wow, Okay. So the Melbourne to Warrnambool tomorrow, uh, Mm -hmm. well, that's that's a decent distance. Do you go Great Ocean Roadway?
0: Yeah, so actually it's the first year that we've got a women's-only event. So typically it's a race within a race. So the women race with the men who are racing currently at this very moment. They race from Avalon Airport um, through to um, Colac. Shoot down south and then at Port Campbell, you jet onto the Great Ocean Road. But um, the UCI has a maximum limit for how long women's racing can be. So we're racing 160 kilometres tomorrow from Colac. So we'll jet south and then, as I said, head on to the Great Ocean Road at Port Campbell.
1: So you've got a 160 kilometre race ride tomorrow. You've Mm -hmm. just been out and have a ride this morning. How far did you ride this morning?
0: Oh, not too far. It was about 60 k's um, just with some openers to get the lead. Yeah, to get the legs, legs
1: nice and uh, firing, ready to go. See, a lot of people will be driving around Gippsland hearing you say you've just gone for a nice 60k ride just to turn the legs over in preparation for a 160k ride tomorrow and be going, wow, that's about $35 of petrol. That's a, that's a decent <laughs> drive for me. Uh, how, yeah. many you, how many k's are you clocking up a week?
0: Uh, on a regular training week, it's uh, depending on the elevation I'm climbing, it's between about 500 and 600, but uh, usually clocking up between 18 hours and 21 hours of training each week.
1: Wow. Yeah, a lot of time in the saddle, isn't it? Uh, well, let, let's, let's mm-hmm. go have, a, have a chat about the Mitchelton Tour um, and, and take us through what that event uh, presented for you.
0: Uh, so it was actually um, only my second... Tour, uh, like stage oh, wow. race that I've, okay. I've competed in because I'm fairly new to cycling. Um, really, it was uh, uh, my first elite race, was Road Nationals in January. And um, so I've uh, tried every race to improve upon the race before. Um, and I feel like yeah, the tour of GitSight offered just another opportunity to learn. So um, stage one was extremely um, challenging, it was in, in extremely challenging conditions with um, uh, three laps of a very of a tough circuit. Um, we had high winds. Um, High, a lot of heat uh and um a, a very motivated peloton so um i uh we had a team plan that i would um go on the last little kick up to the finish line because there was a nice descent into the finish so you'd be going about 70 80 k's an hour into the finish line so if i could get a gap on that climb up to the, the, that long descent um hope the hope would be i could hang on but um nearly got it got rolled about 300 meters to the line uh when Maeve uh came over to, to win at that, that stage. And then, yeah, stage two, uh, it was a bit of a crazy race plan from our um, director sport chief, our DS, Karen Heather. Uh, it, was, uh, it was either, she said to us, it's either going to be a really good day or it's going to be a really long day. So um, we committed and um, I managed to get away. I would have liked to have had one other person with me, but it um, turned out to be a nice 64K solo wow. uh, effort. And then um, the, the next stage, the crit, um, it was all about just p- protecting yellow. I had one job, which was just not let uh, my closest uh, GC contenders get away. So that was May of Ploupe and Amber Pate. So I stuck to them like glue. Um, and then my teammates just took it in the rest. It was a really, it was a true display of teamwork that crit. I was, uh, in fact, the whole tour. Um, we raced as a team. It wasn't like, yes, I stood on the podium, but it was a real
2: team effort. Right. And right. You, you mentioned there you were protecting yellow on the on the last day, and on the in the second stage, you, you built the race winning league from from an attack on on Mount Misery. Where's it, Mount Misery? Mm-hmm. Where
1: is Mount Misery?
2: Yeah. Where do you know? Do you know the town that Mount Misery is in? I know it's on the Invelock circuit. Do you know whereabouts it actually is, Georgie?
0: Uh oh, it's about it was about uh well I can tell you it was about seventeen Ks out of Inbelock. So okay. um so, but I can't tell you where exactly it is, but it's uh we headed we headed out north and then we took a right hand turn and it was pretty much about well five K's after that right hand turn okay. um okay. So misery it, it,
2: started. Yeah, it's it's just after Outram heading heading up the hill towards Miyara there.
1: Okay, and is it is it aptly named?
0: Yeah, aptly named Mount Misery. Uh <laughs> we've got a similar, we've got a similar climb here in, in the Dandenongs called Parents Creek Road. So I would yeah. probably compare it to that. Uh, if anyone knows Parents Creek, it's, um, yeah, it was a, uh, it was a tough climb and it was, um, wasn't, it was uncategorized. So it wasn't on any of the like QLMs or anything like that. Uh, so um, the other team, Inform, Team uh with Matilda Reynolds, um, Carly Taylor and Amber Pate, they had a plan to just book it up that climb and it really they split the race apart like people were dropping like flies so um and then uh, i just waited for my teammate emily to attack as we had planned and then um i counted
1: georgie as a cyclist you know i mean i mean in in most sports the the pinnacle is representing an afl it's representing an afl side in in cricket it's representing the country what is it for a cyclist is it representing the country is it making a european team or is it or is it various various things
0: I think that's the beauty about cycling is um, so I come from a rowing background where the pinnacle was you represent your country at either a world championships or an Olympic games. Um, and uh, that was pretty much the only goal. Whereas in cycling, there are so many different avenues in which you can take to get that recognition um, uh, at, a, at an international or national level. So here we've got the national road series. You can represent an the NRS team, which a lot of people aim to get on. Um, and then the next step onto that is a world tour or a continental team, so that way you can go race internationally. Um, And then you've also got um, the opportunity to represent your country at our world championships. Uh, So we're very lucky to have those in Wollongong this year in September, um, which will be a a beautiful showcase of of Australian cycling, I think, uh, which, uh, yeah, it will be awesome.
1: You know, I look back a couple of decades ago, a few decades now, Cathy Watt, I reckon... uh, representing Australia in the Olympics, sort of raised my eyebrows to, to women's cycling. How competitive, mm-hmm. how, how much growth has happened since those days?
0: Um, look, I'm probably the wrong person to ask in that. I'm so new to, to the sport, but um, from what I hear from um, uh, teammates of mine who have been around and uh, my Tara, my DS Taryn, she's, she's a, a, got a huge legacy in the sport and the, the standard has lifted significantly and I think yeah. that's got to do with um, increased... Um, visibility on social media like Matilda yeah. Reynolds she's a great ambassador for women's cycling she says you can't be what you can't see and I totally agree so yeah. coverage has just gotten better it could also be better well, there's always room to, to improve there but um, it's uh, on social media on SBS um, yeah. it's just getting more and more coverage um, people are realizing that it's an avenue in which they can take uh, funding at a at the level we're slowly getting up to the men at a world tour level in terms of salaries. So that's becoming um, more accessible for women to actually ride professionally. They don't have, to have, they, don't, they don't have to have a day job in order to pursue their passion yeah. in cycling.
2: Now, you mentioned Matilda Reynolds there, Georgie, who we did have a chat to last week. She rides for Informed TMX Make and you ride for Knights of Suburbia. Whereabouts where yeah. did Knights of Suburbia finish overall in the standings?
0: I think we were fourth of the team's class, okay, um, so. Uh, so, but, um, which is yeah, it's, it's still a, a really good result for us. Um, yeah. We have um, Emily, Emily Watts leading the under 23 um, classification, um, and uh, we managed to, I mean, for, it was the first, uh, well, TDU was our first stage win for the team. So that was Emily Watts in stage one at Tour, Tour de uh, Santos Festival Cycling Open Adelaide in January. And then um, this tour of Gippsland was the first tour win for the team, so it's a it's a brand new team. Uh, They're so, the new kids on the block, so we're, we're just having fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, so the Knights of Suburbia. Maybe if they were probably if they were called the Knights of Country Gippsland,
1: they might have had a better result. <laughs> they, they might have. <laughs> yeah. they might have too. They might have too. Hey, how'd you find how'd you find South Australia's tour? I, I spent a, a lot of time over in South Australia, and the tour down under. I don't think people around the country, unless you've been there, understand just. The, uh, the the amount of support and uh, and spectators they get.
0: Ah, oh, it was an incredible experience. Um, I was absolutely flabbergasted at the support. Like we had uh, for everything from the police convoy out to each stage, yeah. to, um, to to the spectators on the side of the road, to um, the um, best dressed town um, uh, competition they have of all the towns we to ride through. Um, I just think it was, it was a spectacular um, event and something that I hope to compete in um, next year as well, uh, after it, um, but it was, um, yeah, Adelaide's a fantastic, fantastic area. I haven't been back to that, that part of the world since um, my, uh, my teenage years, so it was great to revisit that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it really is great. I used to just love, you know, the way little country towns like Stirling and Harndorf and those sort of towns really put on a party. And they they only see the peloton go through for, you know, five or ten seconds. (laughs) They they spend about six or seven hours celebrating.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like the Tour de France, right? Like you see those those towns on the tour, the the peloton rolls through as you say, like 10, 15 seconds. You might have someone in the the peloton who's a hometown favourite, um, and the, the, they just lap it up. Um, the yeah. Decorations come out. It's a, it's a huge party. I mean, any excuse for a party, especially after all the ups and downs with COVID. Um, I think everyone yeah. just wants any excuse to celebrate.
1: Yeah, exactly. Listen, you, you mentioned you were a rower, and you know, I was amazed these days that they uh, that the testing that goes on for athletes before they even can th- before they even sit in a boat. You know, are, are you physically mm. uh, capable? You know, they, they do a lot of testing before you get in the boat, because they know that you've got the sort of physique and all those other elements uh, that escape me at the moment. How did you get into rowing? Uh, were you, were, were you, uh, you know, hand-picked to start that? And then how did you get out of rowing and get on the bike?
0: Uh, so I actually don't have the typical physique of a, um, of a rower. I I'm, right. I'm, have what my mother calls the duck's disease. I have short legs and a long body. <laughs> um, so I'm about five foot eight, which is pretty short for for a rower. They're typically yeah. around five eleven and upwards. Um, uh, I I got into it in high school because my mates were doing it, um, and yes. then uh, I have a bit of an engine, so that that um, I had to work really hard on the technical side of things because I had to get as much length as I could in the boat. I rowed sweep oar, which is one oar, um, mm-hmm. so you have to, it's all about creating an arc and getting as much length as possible, so your blades in the water for as long as possible. Um, and uh, through that journey, I've seen a, a whole bunch of the world. I, I went up to the U.S. for college for four years. I rode on wow. um, some national teams for Australia over in some pretty cool places such as Bosnia and Bulgaria um, and Spain. Um, but, um, yeah, I basically got a bit burnt out. I was 13 years in the sport um, in 2019, and I uh, felt like I was just bashing my head up against a bit of a brick wall, and I was ready for yeah. something new, so... Um, I hung up the oars there. I had great support from my workplace, which is EY. I'm a management consultant there in their elite athlete program. Um, and then in COVID lockdown, I decided I wanted to get back into endurance exercise, bought myself an indoor trainer, got onto Zwift um, and got a love back for the long grind. Um, and then I ran into a, an old coach of mine on Beach Road. He uh, was a sports scientist for the cyclists and I was at the Victorian Institute of Sport. For rowing um he knew my physiology from that ex- from his experience there and uh this is Nick go and he offered to coach me and um honestly i owe that man like that that breakaway that 64 kilometer breakaway is all due, due to him yeah. he's the magician <laughs> the maestro yeah. behind behind the computer programming it and uh, also believing in me when i often don't think think believe in myself and
1: yeah and physiology was the word i was looking for so thanks for that <laughs> sam um, yeah right. so just before we let you go, Georgie, as you said, you've
2: got the Melbourne to Warrnambool uh, race yeah. tomorrow. What else is on the calendar in the coming months? What what big races can we expect to see you in?
0: So uh, we've got so Warn- Melbourne to Warrnambool tomorrow uh, and then it's about six weeks until the um, Oceania Championships up in Brisbane. Um, so that will be the, the next port of call for that. Uh, I'll be racing the time trial and road race up there. Um, so you can expect to to hopefully see my name on the entry list and uh, hopefully a good result there. And then... Georgie,
1: yes, great. Yeah. Go on, sorry, I cut you off there, but... um, No, 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 I'm
0: I'm done. I'm known known to ramble. My team makes fun of me. I I like words.
1: (laughs) No, nothing wrong with that. Fantastic. And you like the bike as well. You're doing a super job. Fantastic to see, and uh, we're looking forward to following your uh, 2022 season.
0: Brilliant. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. You guys have a great weekend.